We're recording. We're recording live. Welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter, and with me as always is... It's Matt, and welcome to our Star Wars Marvel Transformers podcast, where we're going to talk about the same stuff every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I feel like we could probably stick to just basically the Disney franchises today. Uh, we can get through all this. Yeah. Um, I think we can get through both. I think we can get both through both. Uh, I think we can get through both the Marvel and the Star Wars talk pretty quick, pretty easily uh, in one sitting. Do we want to just talk about that and not the other thing? Uh, let's talk about Spider-Man 3. Okay. <laughs> let's talk uh, about Spider-Man 3 because a lot has gone on in the last, since the last podcast with casting. Not yeah. all of this is 100% yet, but yeah. a lot of it is. And I... I don't know what to think. I, yeah. So I don't know. Before we jump into anything, is there any just like updates uh, with uh, anything going on with you? I know we've been talking about a lot about books you might be listening to or reading. I haven't listened to anything lately since okay. the last time we talked. Um, any other things to catch up on? No, no, nothing. <laughs> yeah, the, the last two weeks have seemed like a blur. I um, I started reading a book called Artem Artemis. I can't think of what it's called. Uh, it's the, it's written by the same guy who did The Martian. Uh, oh, okay. For a second there, I thought you were going to be like, it's written by the guy who did Ready Player One. And I'm like, oh, no, are we going to talk about that? Uh, I don't want to read Ready Player Two. and I've not heard great things. It, uh, it came out, didn't it? Yeah, I think it's out. Okay, I haven't looked up to since the last time we talked about it, maybe off the podcast, because I know we've talked about Ready Player One quite a few times. On here? Yeah, I, think I don't so. think on here. I think we mostly oh. just talked off, unless we have talked about it. I mean, we, yeah. we're on our X amount of shows, so, but I know off and on we've chatted about that book and that movie. Yeah, have you ever watched it? Or yeah. Really? I, you were talking, yeah, 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 you see, you were, you were asking if, you, if it was worth reading, and I, I, I don't know that I have a solid answer for that. <laughs> I think uh, I told you. Yeah, and I decided not to get it. But yeah, yeah, the movie didn't wow me. But then again, I don't remember the last time a Spielberg movie wowed me. So Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to get into that. But no. uh, anyway, so The Martian, though, is a good movie. Uh, and so I thought reading a book written by the same guy who wrote The Martian would be probably good. Uh, I don't know. It feels like teen fiction to me, um, to be like real blunt about it. Uh, but I don't know, not particularly wild. I think it's interesting. It's about, um, it's about a, a base or a city on the moon called Artemis. And it's just about this girl, I guess, lady, young lady who's like a smuggler. It's not, I don't know. I'm on chapter two. It's not great, but that's really the only thing that's happened. Uh, we put, I put Christmas lights up, I guess, uh, on the outside of the house. Nice. Uh, yeah. I really wasn't into that this year for some reason. It seems like everybody else in the neighborhood was. I was just—I usually really get into outside Christmas lights. Um, that's like the only part of Christmas that I really get excited about. It seems like other than like presents, but I don't know. Just wasn't into it this year. <laughs> I put my tree and my lights up on the first of November every yep. year, and I've yeah. always been judged for it. And this year, people were doing it immediately, and. Yeah. It threw me off, and I didn't put my stuff up till I don't know, like three weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was like three weeks ago. So it was, it was beginning of December or so when I yeah. started. Yeah, I don't know. This, 
for, yeah, it is kind of interesting. It seems like everybody was really into starting Christmas early this year, and I don't know that – I still don't even feel like Christmas is here yet. I, two weeks. Yeah, I know. Two weeks, 13 like, days away. I, I'm usually very um, – like, I'm still a kid, really, when it comes to Christmas. And, like, the closer it gets to Christmas, the worse I sleep. I usually barely sleep the night before Christmas. Like, as a kid, because, you know, I'm ex- being excited about presents, but then even as an adult, like, I know exactly what presents I'm going to get, and I just, I for some reason, I just can't sleep. I just have a really hard time on Christmas Eve. But, really? But this year, like, I, it just doesn't even feel like Christmas is coming, and, like, even we got the tree up, lights up, I, um, I bought some, like, I bought Kelsey's Christmas presents, because she usually takes care of everybody else's, uh, and it just, I don't know, like, it just feels like the motions, I guess, but it doesn't feel Christmassy to me, and, it, you know, I, now that I think about it, it's probably because, you know, I'm not going out to, like, the, you know, stores and hearing the Christmas music nonstop, I wonder if that's it, that's interesting, I don't know. I've been trying to listen to Christmas music, uh, like while I'm working, I guess, just to get into the spirit, I suppose. But I don't really get into Christmas music that much. It's, it's not like my favorite thing in the world. But I don't I have know. To listen, I have to listen to it ten hours a day. Yeah, no, and I feel sorry for you. Yep. <laughs> I hate, I hate store Christmas they, music. It's the they worst. started it immediately after Halloween this year, and it's yeah? terrible. Uh, yeah, usually they start after Thanksgiving. They started immediately yeah. after Halloween. Yeah, I remember, like, working, when I worked at Quiznos, like, uh, my boss tried to start it as early as possible and just being miserable uh, listening to it. And, well, and the problem with Quiznos is, is they have, like, their own custom, like, soundtrack. Um, or it's, it's Muzak? Is that what that company's called? Most places know. do. They just have... Uh, they have a specific station that they put it on, and it's just the yeah. same, like, 20 songs over Yeah, over it's, like, it's just long. 20 songs. And I remember, like, when I worked there, it was, like, a CD that we would pop in, and it had three tracks, and each track had, like, 15 songs on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, I knew which CDs, like, I had music that I liked on them, and so I would basically just go back and replay that one track and wait, like, the 10 songs to get to the song I liked. And then I'd go back into the back room and restart the track again, just so I could like five songs or 10 songs later, hear that one song. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hate that stuff. I'm really sorry that you have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well <laughs> let's move on. Um, so Spider-Man three, uh, I, I don't know, like, they're still filming it right now, aren't they? Or, they just started a month ago, yeah. Yeah, because I remembered uh, Tom Holland has always spilled the beans, um, that, which is kind of funny because I, I was uh, I was like going through the cast list and typing up our show notes, and uh, I told my wife something. I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, uh, on the Screen Rant article, it had something about uh, speculating why Benedict Cumberbatch or why Doctor Strange is in the movie to probably replace Tony Stark as like a mentor. And they pointed out that in all reality, it's probably just so that they could have Benedict uh, doing the interviews with Tom to keep him from like telling too many secrets. And so then, uh, and then, and so then we looked up, there's like a montage of interviews with the two of them together. And uh, the interviewer will ask Tom a question that would like ruin this 
everything. And he starts to answer and, and Benedict Cumberbatch immediately just starts answering the question over him and like deflects the question and, and says something else. <laughs> I don't know too much about uh, Tom Holland doing that stuff, to be honest. He, no, he's been known to uh, like, uh, I forget what it was. I think he he announced like the title maybe of Spider-Man 2 before he was supposed to. Uh, or before like anybody else like was supposed to know. And he, there was like another goofy thing that he like said when he wasn't supposed to, but I think, um, what's his fate? Mark Ruffalo is a little more famous for it. Cause he's, he spoiled event. He spoiled infinity war a month before it came out. Yeah. What did he say? I don't even remember. Him and Don Cheadle were in an interview and he just blurts out. Everybody dies. But uh, not everybody dies. Everybody dies. And and Don Cheadle oh, like wait, wait, wait. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. The the issue with Spider Man Three. I mean, so we have no idea what the story is. Um, but there's an insane like it just seems like this cast list won't stop growing. Um, and so yeah. Currently, according to the article I just read. Uh, you know, it's who you're expecting, Tom Holland. So Peter Parker, MJ, the uh, the new MJ, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Ned Leeds, Flash, Aunt May, and then Doctor Strange is in it. And then it starts to get weird. I don't know when they announced this. I feel like we've known for a while. And Two we've months talked about ago it. or so, beginning uh, of October, they started hearing stories that yeah. Jamie Foxx would be portraying Electro again. Uh, yeah, and I guess he said in an interview or somewhere on Twitter maybe that he's not going to be blue. He um, won't look like the version from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm wondering if he – and I guess we, we loosely talked about this last episode or the episode before, uh, just hoping that his entire character will be different. So I just hope it's I just hope it's just sure. a, it's just uh, one of those things where it's it's just MCU Electro. I don't I don't care if it's the same actor. Um, yeah. I, I'd be totally okay if it's just the MCU's version of Electro, because I hate that version of Electro, mainly because yeah. it's two hours of Spider-Man beating up a guy with a mental disability. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they thought giving him, uh, making a supervillain beyond the spectrum and yeah. a good idea. It's like, it, it was so bad, and... I I, I love Amazing Spider-Man 2. That said, I just don't like Electro in that movie. But I like that movie a lot. And other villain? Was it just Green Green Goblin? Okay. And uh, Rhino. Yeah, Rhino. Uh, Man, the the CGI on that Rhino is horrible. Well, I mean, and that's that's Ultimate Spider-Man Rhino, isn't it? No. In the suit? Not really. I mean, like it a, is a suit, a big... but it isn't a suit. It, it's it's weird. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. And then uh, I guess re- I don't know. I feel like it was in the last week or so. They now Doc Ock is going to be in it. So Alfred Molina is reprising the role, which I I thought he was a good Doc Ock. And so if they're going to have Doc Ock again, uh, I'm fine with him doing it. Um, and then. And then I guess the weird thing, and clearly they're opening up the Spider-Verse, I guess, with Tobey Maguire. From what it, the article I read said, he's agreed to do it, which last I knew before that, it was still in talks. Uh, um, yeah, that's what I heard, too. Also, you spelled his name with a Q and a, a Q. I did? 
Where? McQuire. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, sorry. Sorry to Toby. Uh, and then, yeah, Andrew Garfield will be Peter Parker as well. And then we're also getting Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Kirsten Is that Dunn. confirmed? Uh, I thought it was. I heard that was a talks thing, too. Oh, well, whatever. I know she won, She has said that she wants to play Spider-Gwen. Um, this I don't oh, think she did yet a few years ago. So I, I don't know. And, you know, it's probably in talks, but she seemed pretty excited about being in the MCU. Um, just from whatever rump, I don't know what you would call that, like the goofy things I've heard on the Internet. Um but yeah, then I think what surprises me the most is Kirsten Dunst is going to be Mary Jane in it. Uh, and then what actually surprised me more than that is that Charlie Cox uh, might be in it as Matt Murdock, which baffles well, me because that's bringing in the Netflix. It's uh, Charlie Cox. I don't think they've confirmed he's playing Deadpool. Daredevil? Or da- Daredevil, yeah. Okay, well... I think it's just Charlie Cox is in the movie. I don't know if it's actually going to be Darede- uh, Daredevil, mainly because Kevin Feige hates those shows. And right, Netflix and that's what... Them. And that's what, I guess, surprises me. And, and from what I understand, they, uh, Disney got the rights back um, recently. I would I not be surprised if he is playing unnamed lawyer. Yeah, I, I would not know, be surprised if he is a walk-by cameo, and that's all he is. Yeah, well, okay, and so then what I've heard is is that most of these are just cameos. I would believe so. I mean, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire may not be. Um, I have kind of problems with some of these, considering some of these characters are full-on dead. Right, yeah. Uh, Alpha, or, so Doc Ock is dead. Gwen Stacy is dead. Yeah. Electro is dead. And he just disappeared. <laughs> Electro, yeah, I guess so. Um, and I don't know. It seems weird to me to bring back some of these characters and not others. Or like, I don't know. Like, why are they not? I don't know. I don't know. This scream. This entire thing screams Fox X Men movie. Um, it, yeah, and I don't. And I'm not going to give Marvel a Disney that much of an insult because. They've been pretty smart with their continuity. They've had to retcon a thing here and there. The yeah. X-Men Marvel uh, Fox movies just don't care about continuity. Jubilee in the oh. X-Men movies has been 13 for 40 years. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where I, I don't I don't think like, I, it just it just kind of reeks that to an extent of like. This is going to be weird. I mean, uh, cameos would be cool. I would just be kind of cool if some of these people are just playing the actual MCU versions. Like I said, Electro, Doc Ock, um, even to a point of uh, Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane. Because, hey, I've been saying it for about five years now. Sorry, but Zendaya's MJ is not Mary Jane Watson. Yeah, these characters are not the same characters these, at all. These, a lot of these people aren't those characters. MJ, Ned Leeds, and Flash. They're like they're just completely different characters. Yeah, they are. Like the Ned even Le- Aunt May. That's Genki. not Aunt May. Oh, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that as Aunt May. <laughs> but uh, she's. I mean, but it's just it's a different character. Like that she. Uh, she's there, caring aunt of Peter Parker. That's fine. I don't need her to be 95 years old with bad hips. <laughs> I mean, sure. 
But, you know, the fact that the MJ in the MCU, her name's not even Mary Jane. It's it's like it's so frustrating. And I don't know. uh, Yeah, I just don't know what to think about this movie. It just screams mess. And I'm sure it will be. That said, yes, this is a Spider-Verse movie. Oh, yeah. I don't care. I li- like it, like you don't care was, about Spider Verse? No, not whatsoever. And okay. I'm surprised this, they're doing it. Honestly, I'm not because that stupid cartoon movie was so popular. Because yeah. every other year there's a Spider Verse crossover in the comics. Yes. Every cartoon has a Spider Verse uh, adaptation. But it's just if if this was Spider Man Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. I'd be kind of on board. Right. But this is Spider-Man 3. This is probably this is as far as we're aware of. This is the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. There is so much more potential and so many more ideas to take the third Spider-Man movie and yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm 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 pretty open-minded with a lot of things. I'm not open-minded with this. I'm seriously going, "Okay, third attempt at a Spider-Man live-action film series." I'm. I know we got. We made an attempt in the first uh, series, and then an attempt at the second series. Hey, this MCU Spider-Man era is pretty faithful to an extent in the comics. Yeah. Where's my faithful attempt at a Green Goblin, the one person yes. who is legitimately Spider-Man's arch rival and nemesis? Yeah. And that's like, that's what I guess I was expecting was like a really solid green goblin because that's the mm. only thing we haven't gotten. And you know, what just dawned on me. You don't even have Harry Osborn in this friend, in this right. universe. Yeah. There's that's, I guess the other problem, Do you know, what just occurred to me though is, I mean, I guess I started, I started to think like, well, what if this is like Harry Osborn has done things to try to trick Peter Parker or even the Avengers to an extent, but oh, that's it, the whole thing going on in the comics right now. Right. But then it just occurred to me that, like, especially with having multiple Peter Parkers, uh, maybe even Gwen Stacy and another MJ, I don't know. But, like, this could be a uh, a chameleon sort of situation. He's already it's in like, the Marvel movies. What? He's already been Chame- in the Marvel movies. Chameleon is? Yep. He was, in the, he was in Far From Home. Who was he? He was the chameleon. In Far From Home. I do not remember him. He was the bus driver uh, for the field for the. Uh, oh, uh, the well, he wasn't game. chameleon yet. He was just the character. He was. Ca- well, he was the that's the closest you're ever going to get. Yeah. So, I mean, character. I don't know. It'd be inter- like I wouldn't mind a clone or what was that called? The clone saga or something. Oh, the clone saga. Yeah. But just the whole clone thing. I mean, honestly, if they brought in uh, Kane or uh, whatever his name is. Um, ben. What? Like. Yeah, Ben. Uh, Scarlet Spider. There we go. If they brought in like Scarlet Spider and Kane, like I think that could be interesting. But really, what I want, and I mentioned, I, I kind of like put it down. Uh, it'd be interesting if they could bring Venom into it. Yeah, Lee and I talked about that, and he's kind of wondering if that's probably might happen if this is a big Spider Verse thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's nothing stopping Sony from just saying no. Tom Hardy's in this. Yeah. Like a lot of these decisions are straight up Sony. And they, like, and they Mark, said they wanted to do that, right? But Sony wanted it to be an MCU film, but Disney said no. Uh, 
So, and I know the last, well, Jake Johnson, he's a voice. I, I had to look up yeah. who he was. I forgot he's in. So, yeah. Movies. Okay. So then my, I, yeah, in the show notes, I, I, I put down three name or three characters thinking, why are they not in the movie? So Jake Johnson playing Peter Parker. I just thought that'd be funny. Uh, really, which is the only reason why he's voicing the older Peter Parker in the cartoon one. Um, is he's, he's kind of got a funny voice and he's playing like a pudgy old Peter Parker. And so it just seems to me, especially with just Tobey Maguire and maybe not Andrew Garfield so much, but Tobey Maguire is getting a little old to be playing Spider-Man. And there's so, no reason why Tobey Maguire shouldn't have been voicing that Spider-Man in that movie because he oh, was playing the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. In the cartoon? Yeah. Spider-Verse. He's... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, Tobey yeah. Maguire Spider-Man. Oh sure, like, yeah. And it's not I, like that. Not saying like, oh no, that was. He's portraying that version of him, even down to like the campy dancing and stuff in some of the montages oh, yeah. and things like that. <laughs> like that's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and so. Oh for sure. No, I remember I going, why is that not just being voiced by Toby? <laughs> uh, I think it's just because Jake Johnson is like popular right now. I guess uh, I don't know who the hell he is. He uh, he's from New Girl. Uh, he also helped create uh, Drunk History. Um, he so he's not like super famous for that, but I think that's kind of like what got his end. That stuff, yeah. But uh, and then he had a he had a movie with Damon Wayans Jr. I think or whatever his name is, um, who was also in um New Girl. I don't know. Like he has a couple like things here and there. I don't know how popular he actually is. I think just New Girl was probably his big claim to fame, but. I had Which to Google is him and see. Oh, he's the uh, he's the nerd guy from Jurassic World, and oh. he's in the next Jurassic World as well. There you go. He's yep. popular right now. <laughs> yep, that's how they But yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. I think it would be good if I mean since they're already like filling this movie with too many people, might as well bring Venom into it. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we were supposed to get Venom two this year, right? Last yeah, in October. It's coming out in June now. June. Ugh. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Okay. And then another thing to talk about, which maybe we shouldn't at this point, was um, was it Warner Brothers is releasing everything on HBO? They're releasing everything on HBO Max for 30 days, and then it will be exclusive to movie theaters. They're going to release both simultaneously. Oh, um, okay. I didn't realize yeah. there was anything. Everything will be released. On, in theaters and on HBO Max the same day, and then after 30 days, they'll only be in the theaters for, like, the last couple weeks. Yeah. That'll be interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was wondering what... I guess if you're... If we're, I felt like Spider-Man was kind of winding down. Did you have any other things to say about Spider-Man 3? You put Miles Morales on here. I did. Um, I'm surprised that they're not, if they're going to be doing Spider-Verse, why they haven't, why they're not casting Miles Morales. That's not to we say that they that. haven't. He's in it. He's in it. And yeah. And I'm guess I would guess if they're going to do Miles Morales, that it's not going to be anybody that we would recognize. And so even if a 15 year old kid, yeah, yeah. it'll be a 15 year old kid. And I'll, I'm going to tell you right now, he shows up in this. I'm done. Yeah. I have no love for Miles Morales. Uh, I I don't know him outside of that one movie. Uh, I've never read Ultimate Spider-Man, so I read it uh, all. I read it all. I, uh, I I I have nothing personal against the character. Yeah. But I don't care for Miles Morales. He 
he is just black Peter Parker. Yeah. Nothing defining about him. Like he's just literally isn't a geeky kid who became who got spider powers. Yeah. Like literally copy and paste. It really was. And that's my biggest problem with him is that Mm. there's nothing defining about him. And yeah, it it really like I I read Ultimate Spider-Man from beginning to the very end. Yeah. Uh, I read Peter Parker's death in that comic seven years ago. I cried. It's still an emotional comic. Mm. I read when Miles became Spider-Man. I read it from beginning to end. I've tried to read what he's doing now because he's in the regular universe and it yeah. doesn't make any sense, but um, there's nothing defining about him. Mm-hmm. And even the subtle, subtle little nod to him in uh, homecoming just made me roll my eyes just because he's, he's just Peter Parker. That's all he is. And yeah. so I don't really understand the push other than, to increase diversity, which is fine. I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to get that stuff. But yeah, from reading all of like Marvel stuff, especially Miles's things, because I, I was faithful. I kept reading it. There's nothing defining about him. There really yeah, like, isn't. Like so, even, you're saying you could it would be the same story if they just had Peter Parker instead of Miles Morales. They already did. This is just yeah. it's just it's just old school comics of Peter as a teenager. But now instead of Peter, it's just Miles. It it there's nothing there. Mm. There really isn't much going on there. And I I I catch up on it every once in a while, and I'm just left going. There's nothing interesting about him other than the fact that he's a black Spider Man. Which yeah. hey, that's great. That is awesome. I'm not I'm not discrediting. But yeah. there's nothing special about him. Like in a personality wise or anything. He is a genius kid with mm-hmm. spider powers. Mm-hmm. And he deals with personal struggles and superhero struggles. That's, that's, Peter, that's Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my yeah. always my problems with him where I'm just going, Okay. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I, wonder, I really don't like even sounding that negative about it, but yeah, yeah. it's the same problem I have with, say, uh, Spider Gwen. There's nothing special about Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen was quite obviously a cash grab. Oh, totally. <laughs> uh, Gwenpool. Gwenpool, Gwenpool obviously. I think there's more going on than Miles Morales. Gwenpool is a, a Gwen Stacy from the real world that's in the yeah. Marvel world. And she's able to beat everybody because of her knowledge of comics or the fact that she can physically break the fourth wall in panels. Like there's things like that going on. But again, there's Deadpool a little further. Just like winking to the, the it's straight up Gwen, like reaching over panels and stuff, which is weird and stupid, but Um, again, I'm not a big fan of Gwenpool myself either. Right. No. Um, and granted, I mean, there's always that, well, comic comics lost originality. Yeah, they kind of have, but you know, I'm, I don't pretend that there's like that. The, some of these characters are super special. There's five spider women right now. So, so you got what you got silk, spider, spider Gwen. girl, spider woman, uh, there's spider uh, girl, Adam web, uh, Who's spider girl. I don't know. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm reading Spider-Man right now because it's getting really weird and interesting. But literally, there's an entire Spider-Clan right now that runs around with Spider-Man. And it's Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, oh, yeah. uh, 
Spider Girl, Madam Web. Uh, Madam Web? Is that like the old lady? No, she's young. Oh. Yeah. It's Dude. just a cluster, and I'm just like shaking yeah. my Like, when you start, like, that just sounds like they're kind of like trying to go the route of Batman. Because, like, that's my frustration with Batman. It's just like there's too many Robins. And like well, too many weird side now, kicks. except for there's Red Robin, then there's Red Hood, and then there's well, Nightwing, and, and then there's I mean, Batwoman and Batgirl, and oh god, who else? Who who knows what else? There's Alfred's the pro- daughters problem, running around. My problem is just like if you're not reading all of them, then like you're missing like something stupid on like some crossover that like gets thrown in your pull list for some reason. So then like, I just spent five bucks on a comic that I have no idea what's going on. Or there's and, group shots with characters and you're just going, who are these people? Yeah. And I don't know. Like, and that's, that's a hundred percent why I stopped reading Batman. Like I, I enjoyed reading Batman back in, I don't know, 2011, 2012, maybe I don't remember, but like, uh, I think it was when court of owls came out and like, I just, if I just felt like if I, every couple of issues, like something was happening, I was just like, what just happened? Like, yeah, that was, I, the problem I just with like that. Batwing and I have no idea what's going on. That was the problem with that. I mean, uh, we've, we've talked about Scott Saber. Scott, I don't think Scott Snyder is a great writer. Uh, yep. Court of Owls is one of the biggest wet farts stories <laughs> I've ever read because. Okay. I'm surprised. This goes on. Like this goes on for like 12 that. issues and nothing happens yeah. in it. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's funny, though. Okay, so kind of getting back into the movie, I I was thinking about, like, the benefits of the movies being, like, um, so the issue with comics is I don't want to read every single series being put out by Marvel or DC just to get all of the story. And I hate, like, randomly running into a part of the story that I don't know what's going on. So I just don't read them, basically. And so... But the thing with the movies, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal because I go to movies like I like watching movies. And if I go to three or four or more Marvel movies a year, that's fine because it's spaced out at least, you know, whereas like, you know, if they were putting out four movies a month, like I would probably only go see, you know, the Captain America movies or something. And then mm-hmm. and then if I, I'm required to then go also go. So if I have to go once a week to go see Captain America this week. Iron Man next week, Thor the next week, and I miss one, and then all of a sudden in the next Captain America, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to stop going to all the movies. But since they're spaced out, there's maybe four a year. We'll see, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal to me. And also, I've missed like the second Ant-Man, uh, which had a major plot point to, I think, the last Infinity movie, or whatever the yeah, last I- yeah, you kind of needed to watch that one. Like fully. that big of a deal that I missed it, and I can, I can always go back and watch it, and I really still need to. Uh, like, there's no reason why I didn't watch Ant Man two. It's just like I never had the time to, and then it just kind of got lost. Um, and so I'd like to go back and watch it, but I don't know. So anyway, that's my problem with comics. Like, I can't spend whatever it would end up being. Like, I feel like thirty bucks a week or something if I got every single comic. Because, like, DC in particular is just insane how expensive those comics are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I tried it. I tried it. I think I was spending, like, $30 a, month, a week. Oh, my gosh. I That's, tried. I now that. I spend $3 a month. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, actually, I just pared down my pull list, and I'm, I, I think I'm only getting uh two indie comics uh family tree by jeff lemire 
and um, uh, so- oh, what is it called? I can't think what it's called, and I can't see. I'm, it's not hanging up or anything. Uh, it's a mo- or it's a comic actually by Scott Snyder and Charles Soule. Um, Un- Undiscovered Country, I think. It's oh, called, you like, talked about that, yeah. Yeah, and those are the only two comics I'm getting now uh, because like they're interesting, and you know if I miss there's no other like goofy comics to miss an issue of to miss the story so that's what i read <laughs> but yeah not, i don't know. Uh, not to get too off topic but um you know what i'm gonna recommend you a comic because it just restarted yeah. and it's in yeah. color now um oh. if you're interested in it uh they started back from issue one i i'd recommend walking dead yeah so when did that come out that just restart this month uh october Okay, so I, I there's a little like bit of catch. three issues. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I might pick that up. That might, that'd be worth it because that's yeah, that's a comic I never I've never read. I think I read the three hundredth issue because I bought it uh, to make a wallet into, which I really wish I hadn't um, because it probably might be worth something. I don't know. I mean, I'm oh, I hoard. Well, they never made a three hundredth issue. Sorry, what was it then? One hundredth issue, one fifty maybe. It's the one where a uh, famous person died, got his head bashed in. That was issue 100. Issue 100, then. Uh, sorry, I always feel like the 300th issue is usually, like, the big issue. And so that was, I just... That was the goal. What? That was the goal, to get to yeah. 300. What did they do? Like, 270 or something? 193. Oh, wow. They didn't even get to... He didn't even get to 200. No. Hmm. He wanted to get to 300, but he hit 150 and realized, oh, my God, there's not much left to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad he ended it without dragging it out too much. I mean, I always appreciate it when a writer or whoever, you know, whatever it is they're doing where they can recognize, like, this, it needs to end. Otherwise, like, it's just going to be going too far kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, um, had it all planned out. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. And it's, I mean, it, it sucks because it was, from what I understand, it's a good story. It'd be nice if it could go on, but. It's a good story. Yeah. yeah they brought yeah. it back this year for a special. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So, yeah, I should definitely pick that up. Uh, anyway. I know, I know you like it. My brother likes it, so I should yeah. be reading it. But, yeah. Well, we got we got other stuff also to go into. We got yep. the trailers yep. that came out as well. So, uh, Disney just released a bunch of trailers. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that I knew of. No, seven. And then the eighth one was Rogue Squadron for Star Wars, which was not a trailer. And it was actually just a tweet, from what I understand, from the director it was an announcement. Uh, yeah, it was more of an announcement. Um, so anyway, uh, should we start MCU? Yeah, let's get MCU out of the way. Kind of co-tailing off of Spider-Man. So, uh, the uh, all of these are for Disney Plus, which I was really surprised. There's no movie announcement. Uh they announced they well they, trailer they did a little bit, but yeah, this was mostly okay. What we're talking about was an investors conference essentially. Yeah, and that was on Thursday, I believe. Yes. So this is this was an announcement, but this was pretty much what they're planning on doing. But they <coughs> excuse me, they released one, two, three, four full on trailers or yeah, and one uh kind of behind the scenes announcement. But yeah, the the first one was Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was supposed to be out this year but got delayed. Yeah, and I assume we, just filming because of COVID. Yes, or post-production, anything can right. be the case. But it's coming out in March. And, yeah, we finally got to look and see um, the trailer for the series that will be 
uh, continuing Falcon and Bucky's stories. Which, okay, and the whole concept of this, as soon as I heard about it, I was just like, it makes sense that they're doing it. I'm not excited. Um, I would much rather it just be, I, I just don't like Falcon. Like, um, I think he's just like too much of a jock, maybe. I don't know. Like, just something about his personality I just don't care for. Um, and he always just felt like this goofy side character. Like, and maybe, like, if they had done more with him in the movies. Um, but, and I think it's just the fact that maybe he doesn't have superpowers. He's less interesting, maybe. I don't know. But he, I just, I was never that interested in Falcon. Um, but it makes sense uh, that they're teaming him up with Bucky. That, and, and that... I guess, like, the other thing is just, it's really unclear, like, who's Captain America now? What are they doing with that, if anything? Um, but all that saying, like, uh, seeing this trailer did get me more excited about it. And I actually do want to see it now. Um, I don't know that I'm, I have a lot of, like, high hopes that it'll actually end up being good. Because I feel like, and I think maybe I'm a little um, jaded, I guess, from... Uh, what they ended up doing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I just felt like that always felt like a really low-budget thing that kind of just got, like, tossed aside and, like, they just stopped caring about it. Because, like, that show was so up and down. Like, one season's decent, the next season's garbage, the next season's decent again. And I'm just, I think with all these Disney Plus things, I'm just, like, really afraid that they're just taking out these characters and just kind of, like, forgetting about them. Uh, And that's just what, Falcon and Winter Soldier felt like to me. They're just like, well, we're done with them in the movies. Give them a goofy show. And so I was just not that excited. Watching this trailer, I was, I'm a little bit more excited now. I don't know. Hello? Completely opposite of you. Okay. <laughs> I I think this looks great. Um, no, I, these characters I are done that. in the movies. I I think bringing them to the plus is a great idea. And instead of getting one movie every few years, Mm -hmm. we're going to get like eight episodes, which you're going to accumulate to probably like four, like three movies a year because it'll be a season and it'll be expanding. It's going to give it a lot more uh, availability to introduce more characters and go into more in-depth stories without having the the two hours time constraints a film does. And I'm very interested to see. Uh, I, I do firmly think that this series is going to just be Sam's journey to becoming Cap, because there is okay. going to be another a new Captain America. Yeah, I've seen I've seen who plays him, and it's U.S. Agent, but okay, he's a completely government funded Captain America now. Yeah, and okay. Yeah, he's going to be uh, a character throughout it. So he's I'm. Do you not? Kurt Russell's son. Oh, okay. Hmm. He's been in a few things. I've seen yeah, him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah, he plays U.S. agent in this. So, uh, he's not in the trailers, but the overall main char- main villain of the show is going to be Zemo from Civil War. Yeah, they War. showed he was in the trailer, which I thought was really interesting. I was wondering yes. what that was about. He's going to be dressed up as Zemo, too. Like, he's going to have so, his iconic look. Oh, cool. So, okay. The, one thing that you said does make this more a lot more interesting to me and that so if this show is about the falcon's journey to becoming captain america i'm 100 percent behind it because i, I think 
And that would be great because I think what like it just it felt weird to make him Captain America because I never felt like he was ever actually like put into a position to inherit Captain America. Like it makes way more sense for Bucky to become Captain America to me. Um, if anything, just because of powers, but also just because of experience and like just he's more of a soldier. Bucky's Whereas, got too many dead babies on his hands. Yes, and so that's why he wouldn't make a good Captain America. And so it no. makes sense that Falcon would become Captain America. Um, but I, I think it just, I didn't, it felt like, a, a, it felt forced. And so if they're having a series dedicated to him becoming Captain America, I think that's great. I think and, that's what this is. I think it's going to okay. be the and story then, of Sam becoming Cap. And then I'm way Cap, more excited about it. Because sure. Cap gave him his shield and gave him yeah. his blessing. And, you know, one of the best lines in Endgame is him saying, I'll do my best. And Steve goes, that's why it's yours. Yeah. And uh, I think Sam I uh, is uh, the best person to become Captain America. I didn't read the comics where he becomes Captain America, but... Um, I'm really I'm, unfamiliar with the character. Like, have you have you read the comics? Like, just comics with Falcon in them in general. I know of him, but I've never really okay. read so much. He is Captain America's best friend in the comics. Like, they are. Okay. Their relationship in the movies is their relationship in the comics. I know that much. And I guess I never felt like the movies showed. Like, they, it always suggested that they were really good friends, but like, I always felt like he was better friends with. Um, either with Tony or with, um, uh, whatever, uh, can't think of her name. Black widow. Like he, he always seemed like, yeah, I always felt like he was better Steve side by side in, in all the movies. Like, uh, I, the only thing Iron Man did with him was they insulted each other and Iron Man shot him in the chest with a pulse, pulse, uh, yeah. a hand pulse like him and Steve are, um, side by side the entire throughout civil war until the end and then uh rewatch these movies i mean they're i mean civil war yeah they meet yeah. each other and then they're yeah they're extremely close okay he's okay. like yeah they are like uh, sam became the new bucky until bucky came back and yeah. then died so yeah maybe uh, like i think partly like i was pretty excited about bucky barnes or about winter soldier um bucky and has i really a lot of still to do he had a lot of what there's a lot of redemption still to do. He does. And he's an interesting character. And I think, I think just Sam is a very straightforward character. Like he's a good guy. He's a solid soldier, I guess. Like, I, and I guess I view him more as like a pilot than a soldier. Um, but like in, I guess I just don't find him as interesting maybe because Bucky has so much redemption uh, and just like so many flaws. Whereas Sam is just a good guy. And that know, was always he, my, what? I, I think Sam has the same kind of flaws that Batman has where he doesn't have powers. So he's got to yeah, rely yeah. on his training yeah. above all else to keep going. Right. And but like just and, in the comics, the reason why I never read Captain America is because he just he's such a good guy. And so he just isn't interesting. And, okay. And I just never gave him the time of day because he always just seemed like a Boy Scout. And I guess that's how Falcon seems to me in the movies. This is like, I just don't care about him because I know he's going to pull through. I know he's going to be good. Whereas yeah. I find the other characters more interesting because like they're more likely to screw up because of character flaws. Yeah. Like Sam doesn't have any character flaws other than just, he has no superpowers. Like, and so I don't find him as interesting, but, but I guess seeing a journey 
like giving him a journey to becoming Captain America does sound interesting to me. I think his flaws are going to center around that he probably just doesn't think he's good enough to hold Black the mantle. Yeah. And I get that. And that would be that would be good because I can I can I can relate to that. And yep. so that gives me something to relate to and I can find that interesting for sure. Um man, if we're going to talk like this about everyone, uh so <laughs> some of them will be easier than others. Yeah. So, uh this next one's going to be easier than others. Well, what if? I mean, it's just it's what if. So I presume each episode is just going to be a what if story uh about like what if like so it seemed like from the trailer uh one of the what ifs is what if um uh, Black Panther or T'Challa got picked up by Yondu instead of um whatever his name man I'm Will. So Will what? Will Quill. Yeah. So, uh, and that seems interesting, I guess the Yondu in that seemed completely different. Um, just the way he was talking to T'Challa, but, uh, that, I don't know. And then, uh, what if instead of Steve Rogers, it was, uh, what's your face? Peggy. 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 Uh, all I can think of is like their real names, but, um, she becomes Captain Britain. Yeah. And so I don't know, like, those are interesting stories. I'm always intrigued by what if stories, they have no bearing on anything else. Um, it does look like, uh, okay. So it brings in the, the watcher, the watcher is the narrator of it all. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it also does seem to have, uh, the actual, uh, Dr. Strange because it looked like he was fighting a ver- another Dr. Strange. Everybody so from the movies is going to be voicing the characters. Yeah, which was surprising to me because as soon as uh, Nick Fury started talking, I'm like, oh, they actually got the real voices. This oh, yeah, great. they've gotten everybody. They don't have to do anything but sit in a sound booth. Yeah, but um, but no, anyway, like it, it looked like uh, the real like the MCU Doctor Strange was, I mean, maybe uh, fighting like a different Doctor Strange. So, I mean, and that could just be part of a what if scenario, I suppose. But I think it so. makes it just Doctor Strange always seems to be loosely like. I'm just waiting for him to like open the gate up to a multiverse. And so I'm just kind of wondering if this, what if thing is like a introduction to the multiverse. Well, it's going to be, uh, but, uh, well, I mean, one of the movies we're getting is Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. So that's, uh, is that coming out next year? I don't know. They haven't started. No, no, no. I think they just started filming soon. Uh, yeah. Well, and then, okay, and then that leads into Loki, which is a well, I haven't said what I thought about What If. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch much of it. Uh, some of these What Ifs, I'm asking myself, why didn't we just get a movie of this? Like, oh, hey, cool. I, I thought they were going to do movies, actually. I'm surprised. Yeah. That's why I was surprised it was a cartoon. No, they announced it la- uh, uh, when they first announced this last year or this year that it was going to be uh, an animated series. But uh, my <laughs> biggest thing is, hey, cool, we're getting a what if if Peggy became Captain Britain. Why didn't we just get a movie of Peggy becoming Captain Britain? Well, because I'd rather Captain- see Peggy Carter as Captain Britain in the MCU films then yeah see what if of it i, well, I would because she got that. her own tv show and it wasn't popular it was popular it just didn't go past two seasons yeah well okay that's a good point. not much else you could do when you you're, you're constricted to a certain period of time but yeah it would have been interesting if they did a proper captain britain because like this version of captain britain is not the real captain britain and because the real Captain Britain, uh, and, and I'm not even saying like it needs to be that guy who is Captain uh, whatever Braddock. 
Um, but like, cause he, uh, Captain Britain gets his powers from like an amulet, I think like it's a magical like thing. And he gets, I think he has to be like in England or Britain. Like he gets the power from like some magical force in Britain. And I think he can leave, but he has to always go back and kind of like recharge. I think it's something power like of patriarchy of the patriarchy. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we can't have a female Captain Britain. Well, we do. I mean, because uh, Psylocke becomes Captain Britain for a while, because that's uh, that's oh Captain Britain's sister. God, I forgot uh, about that. Shit. That's Betsy yeah. Braddock, yeah. Well, because Betsy Braddock's English, even though she's in a Japanese woman's body. Yep, uh, that's a thing. Yep. Uh, so, well. But no, uh, I, I would have been okay with a, a Captain Britain being played by Peggy. That would have been, been good. Yeah. Um, I mean, all right, let's talk about Loki. So, yeah, Loki. This is a multiverse movie because it's Loki from the version where they go back in time and steal the uh, – well, he ends up stealing the um, – The Tesseract. The Tesseract, yeah. Because then they had to end up getting it from somewhere else, didn't they? Yep, they had to go back to the 70s and pick it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And so this – yeah, this led into – so Loki – okay, so in the movie, uh, there's – they get – Basically, the Hulk, like, blasts through, knocks somebody over. The Tesseract, like, falls out of the briefcase as they're stealing it. And Loki just picks it up and teleports out of there. Uh, And then that's basically the beginning of this trailer. Uh, And I don't know. I was thoroughly confused. I have no idea what's going on. It looks like he's – it looks kind of like it's maybe, um, like, some sort of agent Loki sort of situation where he's just going through a bunch of different scenarios doing tasks for somebody i don't know i couldn't tell what was happening if he doesn't travel to the regular um mcu universe i don't care that's a i yeah. already don't care about loki but yeah if, if this is just taking place on an alternate uh, it's yeah it's a what if show it's not a what if show it's an alternate okay. universe yeah uh, well that's what what if is really. but, but if, if all we're gonna do is focus on loki in this uh in this version yeah. Of the er of this universe that Thanos is still around and Civil War hasn't happened and Shield oh, is still yeah. secretly Hydra and I don't want to do that again. <laughs> all that shit is still on the table. I don't care. Put him in the multi. Put him in the MCU version uh, universe or. But I, I don't care. I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch it. To be honest with you, I don't. I no, don't. I, I have zero Loki interest remotely. in this. I, um, I I dis. I don't like Loki as a character or as, in the movies. Uh, yeah. I think Tom well, Hill is a good care, a good actor, but I don't care for that character whatsoever. This character always seemed to be one of those things that Marvel had, where they were trying to cater towards getting a, a more um, like a women like to increase their women audience their audience of women i don't, know. I don't think so no i think women just embrace him yeah but like i, just, I think that it just happens that way i don't think they were looking at him as a symbol i think uh i think it just kind of happened kind of well, like uh and i think marvel's playing it up just what like i don't know that marvel planned on him being yeah, I don't popular think with can. the ladies, but he is. And so I feel like they're playing that up now. And so like the only reason what I mean, the only reason any of these characters are getting movies or comics or anything is because they're selling. 
Um, and so I guess I don't know what I'm complaining about. I'm not, but it's basically, I guess what I'm saying is it's not going to be a show catered to us, which is fine. And I'm okay. Uh, Like, I don't care, but definitely not me just because I don't care for the character. Yeah. Um, you know who Loki is to me? He's Marvel's Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he is. And I don't <laughs> like Jack Sparrow. Oh, he's a horrible <laughs> I uh, hate yeah, Johnny no. Depp and anything he's in, and I hate Jack Sparrow so much. This is this is screaming making the Pirates movies starring Jack Sparrow, and that movie sucked. <laughs> so yeah yeah that's what this feels like to me so yeah loki i don't care do whatever you want with it uh you know whatever I'm, i probably won't watch it it's one of those things that maybe someday because i'm probably just going to keep disney plus because of all this disney plus is the only subscription yeah. service i have and i'm i'm gonna keep it probably to watch most of this stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um okay so then moving on to another show that i don't know how i feel about it uh wandavision weird uh, as fuck I still have no idea what's going on. So uh, the first, I don't know, the teaser, I guess, that came out earlier, like a couple months ago, maybe, was just confusing. Um, They made it look like it. What? (laughs) Utterly. Yeah. Um, And then it's it's suggesting that, like, something is up. Like, it it almost seems like they're living inside of a TV show. Yeah, it's a ball. Yeah, well, at one point it's black and white. It's the Lucy. I love Lucy. And then it kind of turns into like some 80s, 70s sitcom. Uh, And then like it just seems like they're kind of going through the uh, different eras of sitcoms. Um, But and then there's clearly something going on. Like it it makes it kind of it gives away the feeling of just like everyone's living inside of a computer simulation and it just keeps like changing. And like nobody who's around them knows what's going on and they're being attacked maybe by some outside force, I guess, maybe. I think uh, I know what it is. Vision just looks like he's confused all the time, which makes sense because he's dead. <laughs> I, I, I think I can clear some of this up. Okay. Wanda creates her own reality. Oh, which is, yeah. I mean, and that's what she does in the comic books all the time, but she creates her own little, little tiny reality. And, She's trying to live the perfect life, and I think it mainly is she just keeps she, changing things because she can't she, find the perfect life. She can't find it. She knows yeah. about like probably old television from growing up in a third world country. Yeah, uh, I think she just straight up resurrects Vision. Okay, I'm I fine with that. I think Vision is an illusion, like everybody else's. Oh, I don't. Uh, well, actually, I'm wondering too if everyone else is even in a illusion or like you know i mean i wonder if she actually if they're going to have it that she actually created life i, think, I suppose i think she created all these people and they're right. confused and stuff because wanda can do that in the comics like she creates yeah. her she creates children for right. uh, her vision to have yeah. i think wanda like runs away creates her own little perfect uh, attempts to create her own perfect life with vision she resurrects him which is yeah. weird um, Which makes no sense. Nope, but nothing about Wanda makes sense. Period. She's never made sense in the comics. Yeah. No, and she doesn't make sense in the show, in the movies either. No. And so, it, I think it's everyone trying to. It makes it look like everyone's trying to hunt her down or anything. I think it's actually they're just trying to help her. Mm. Like she's not coping whatsoever with loss. Like she is probably. 
she's probably the most tragic tragic character in the MCU. Yeah, she really is. And yeah, for um, sure, she lost her brother. She lost her love. Yeah. And she lost her family, she lost her life, she lost her country, she lost the person that she loves, she lost her giant sex toy, Um, she's lost (laughs) everything, and I think that this is going to be a series that is dealing with her running from her problems instead of accepting them. Yeah, it's interesting too, and I don't know how this might relate to this, or I doubt that I guess they would even do it. But I've always envisioned that Wanda is the link or would be the link to um, bringing the X-Men and whoever else into the MCU. Everybody says that. Well, it's because she has she's the reason why like a bunch of mutants lost their powers. And then she's is she the reason why they got brought back. Hope is the reason they got brought back. But like she like she has that ability. Um, uh, basically, yeah. I mean, the the only other thing is, and which is probably what's going to happen, is Doctor Strange is going to bring is going to like somehow merge the other universe and bring the X Men into the MCU. Can, um, people have been saying that for a long time now. Yeah. Can I just ask for something simpler? Yeah, you, of course. Can we just have mutants? Right. Well, can we just have the can we just have the X Men being founded post Phase Four? Can well, we just have, have people with special abilities that um, can we like just, they just can start we, appearing? No, no, the mutants exist. Well, where have they been this whole time? I guess that's. The I don't question. know where, where. Where? Why is Nick Fury saying that Thor was the first alien he ever met when in reality it was Skrulls? Why okay. is everyone freaked out over people with superpowers when Captain America fought in World War Two? Why is everyone like weirded out by? Like the tech, the advanced technology Tony Stark is creating. When we always had that, like I, I don't care. Yeah, just yeah, have yeah. mutants. It's fine. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just just people have powers. Um, why is everyone surprised about a kid who can climb on walls with spider powers when apparently he was doing that for six months before Civil War? It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> We can find. We can just do. We can just do. We can uh, just have the X Men being founded in 2025. It's fine. Yeah. People have mutant powers. Nobody talks about it because nobody understands them. We just don't talk about it. Well, Shit, Franklin Richards is on a database on for, in freaking Civil War. Who cares? Well, and they could also just have it be that they've been in hiding or something like that. They, they could do. Don't talk about it. I'm fine with that. I don't need multiverse. I don't need to cheat. I, I think I think multiverse. I think Doctor Strange. I think Wanda screwing things up. I think it's cheap. I think just just yeah. have it. Just no, have I more. don't. I don't think they need to do the multiverse. Like, like no, they could no, bring that's, them- that shit's dumb. We don't need uh We don't need anything to remind uh, anybody of of Secret Wars 2016 because that's what Secret Wars did. Yeah. That we don't need multi. That's why Miles Morales is rolling around in the in the Marvel comic universe right now, and it makes mm-hmm. no goddamn sense. Right. So I, um, I'm fine with just, you know, let's just have regular mutants. Let's just do that, you know, because um, let's be honest. Apparently mutants existed in the 60s, 70s and stuff, and nobody gave a shit until 2000 when the first X-Men movie came out. So whatever. Fine. <laughs> just, yep, yeah. We'll just, just do that. You know, apparently the X-Men are a secret uh, secret uh, society in 2000, X, Brian Singer's 2000 X-Men movie. And then, you know what? 20 years later, we've gotten six uh, X-Men movies that reveal that they were superheroes. So screw it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's fine. Okay. So then uh, the next one down the list. Uh, oh, so these are 
Miss Marvel. So the, all of these are coming out next year. Yes. I just yes. wanted to note. So March. So Falcon Winter Soldier March. What if is in the summer? Loki is in May. Well, these are really out of order. WandaVision January. Uh, Miss Marvel didn't have, I guess, mo- more specific time than just 2021. Probably fall. Fall. Okay. Probably fall. Uh, I'm gonna go with fall. I've never read Miss Marvel, um, and I know you you were a big fan of um, uh, Carol as Miss Marvel. I um, love Carol Danvers as Ms. Marvel. I love it. She's one of my favorite female superheroes. Yeah, and I'm I don't not, look at Captain Mar. I don't look at Captain Marvel and see that as Carol Danvers. I look at uh, uh, Carol Danvers in a a onesie with a giant S and a sash and a stupid little yeah. Robin mask as Ms. Marvel. I love that version. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite Carol Danvers. I don't really like Captain Marvel that much. So what, what this to that is not. Sash? Uh, I, I just got a little sash. She had well, it in the MCU movies too. I don't know what it is. She does have it in the movies. Yeah, she's got it in the. She's got an Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, yeah. Now that you say that I. She used it. Yep. Okay. And uh, so this is the. Uh, this is a. I don't know a whole lot about this character. It's, it's, uh, it's an Indian girl with like Mr. Fantastic stretchy uh, So it, it's Kamala Khan. She's cap. She's Pakistani, I believe. I believe she's Muslim. Um, at least in the comics, I'm pretty sure she is. And she has like weird stretchy abilities. I think. Yeah, she's got I've like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I've never read it either. I know all. I know a lot about her. I didn't. Um, I. I. She's. She's been around for about four years now. Yeah, um, she seems very popular. Very popular with young female audience. Uh, strong female character. Yeah. I. I. This is one that I'm interested in. I want to see what this one is. I'm yeah. really looking forward to her because I. And I don't want to read anything because I want to go in blind with this. I don't want to yes. compare to the comics like I. I endlessly do sometimes. So I'm. I'm staying away from the comics and this character's history because I yeah. just want to jump in and be like, what is this? Because I have a feeling, it's gonna be probably not unlike uh uh tom holland spider-man movies yeah but it's gonna be dealing with a young teenage girl dealing with personal problems and become and being a superhero and i'm like okay go for it great introduce this character introduce 50 of these kind of characters get younger audiences to really be able to um identify with with these because a little hard to do that when you know 50 year old tony stark's running around no bring yeah. in young teenager superheroes it's awesome well, it's interesting too what you just said uh, okay well first of all i'm i'm very i'm very excited about this and it's interesting because uh i i've found myself getting more and more excited about um these types of stories of with strong young women mm-hmm. ever since i had a daughter because i look okay. at this and i i get excited because i think like she's only two now but I get excited because I'm like, hey, when she is old enough, whatever, whenever that's going to be, this is something I can share with her. Yep. Like I can bring her into my world with this and we can have we can enjoy this together. Like whatever it is she ends up getting into, I don't know what it's going to be. At least like this is something where I can show her this is what daddy likes kind of thing. Yep. And, and, and also just to show her strong young female characters, like you can be whatever you want to be, I guess is, is, is how I look at this. And so I'm very excited about this movie and, and I've always been excited about this character, I guess, in that sense, I've never read it and I've always intended to, and I just have it. Um, but, but now that there's the movie for sure, I'm like you, I don't want to read the comics. I would like to go into this. And in all honesty, these movies for me, then 
like ever since guardians of the galaxy, like if there's a movie coming out and I've not read the comics, I don't want to read the comics now because I want to go in blind. And it's funny because these movies have basically got me to stop reading comics even more than I already was, I guess stopping. But, um, but something else you said, Oh, when you're describing the character, it reminded me then of the way you, you were describing like Miles Morales, whereas she basically, so Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is basically like what they should have done with Miles Morales, like make this completely different character uh, to replace Spider-Man with. And so, I mean, so like with this Miss Marvel, they could have gotten like a young white blonde girl to basically replace Miss Marvel with the same character, just younger. Uh, yeah. But they didn't. And they got, they got a, they, they basically, they were able to bring in a minority and bring in a younger character. And they ended up, for, I mean, without having read it, what I, from what I understand, they did it very well. It's oh very yeah. Widely so, well received. I yeah, don't. So I'm very I, excited. And I mean, and it helped, uh, cause the right, I know one of the early, I'm pretty sure, I guess, I guess I don't know. One of the early writers was G Willow Wilson and, uh, she's white, I believe, but she's Muslim. Uh, like she, I think she married and converted. Um, and so, I mean, it helps that. So she's a very good writer. Uh, and then also she's familiar with, um, just that world, I guess. And so I, I think like they did well introducing that character with a strong writer in that sense. Um, and so, and then ever since then, I know, I think currently it's being written by a young, um, Muslim woman and yes. uh, the, the illustrator is, a a Muslim guy, I think, um, and I can't, I can't think of their names and I feel horrible about that, but I don't read it. So I don't see their names all the time. Um, and I should have, I mean, that's the reason it's like, fine. That you should do research, but we, this is not a research podcast. Uh, this really wasn't a, a, a one that we were really going to hit home with. Like, so, yeah. but, but it's, I'm very intrigued by Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all the Marvel news. I mean, she Hulk is coming. Oh, gosh, uh, I'm never excited about she Hulk. <laughs> oh, I'm disagreeing with you there. Uh, <laughs> I like She-Hulk a lot, so I'm interested. Mark Ruffalo is going to be in the show. Okay. Oh, it's a uh, show. They cast the actor. I don't know who she is. So I didn't even know this was coming. I'm surprised. It's coming. I mean, it's not on the list, really. So, uh, um, but they did announce that uh, She-Hulk's been cast and things. So I'm just interested to see where that goes. But that's... Pretty much everything from Marvel, and then we just have a small little bit of Star Wars announcements that came out. Uh, yeah, so I gotta get back to my sheet. Um, they well, I'll go down the list of the of what was announced. So yeah. a lot of shows were announced. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic, The Bad oh. Batch, the Obi Wan Kenobi, the Ahsoka Tano show, Andor, Lando. Visions, Rogue Squadron, which is a movie, mm-hmm. the Ar- the Acolyte, and a Droid Story, and we got trailers for the Bad Batch, a announcement trailer for Andor, which is Cassian oh. Andor from Rogue One, and an announcement trailer, so, uh, just announcement of Rogue Squadron. Yeah, and so I I didn't see that list that you just I guess had. I only saw these announcements and trailers uh and uh so the the what what was it, the old, something about the republic i'll send it to you real quick 
Okay. But no, I, and I've seen like, I guess people just kind of talking about these things on um, like Twitter and different places. And I, I'm, I don't know. Every time I saw the list. Oh yeah. Okay. So Rangers of the new Republic, is that going to be like a spinoff, I guess of Knights of the old Republic, the video game place the same time as Mandalorian. So five years after return of the Jedi, roughly. I hate how they use names like that. And then, well, the new Republic, it's not the old Republic. Oh, that's the old Republic. So this is Rangers of the new Republic. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm interested in it, I guess. It's interesting that it's Rangers, so I presume they're not Jedi. No, no, no. they wouldn't be. They oh, wouldn't no, be, yeah. No. These are um, these are probably like what 7 to 9 was in Picard. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Not not cyborgs, but... <laughs> uh, no, but you, no. Yeah. She was like the Fenris Rangers, which were yeah. like freedom fighters. I imagine that's got to be what this is. Oh, that'd be cool. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, the trailer for The Bad Batch, which is a sequel to the Clone Wars cartoon. Yes. yes. And I've never, I've not seen the Clone Wars cartoon yet, uh, but the bits that I have seen are great. And this show looked fantastic, and I have a lot of questions. I, I have watched Clone Wars, I have watched Rebels, and I did watch the five episodes, I think, that The Bad Batch premiered in uh, okay. earlier this year. The Bad oh, okay. Batch is a squad of defective clone troopers with abnormalities. Okay, that was my question. (laughs) What? They're a bad... That was my question. Like, are they a bad batch of clones? Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. They are the squad you send in when the mission has probably a 0% chance of... Okay, so they're... Like the Suicide Squad or the Canaries? Yes, that's that's how I described them to Lee, actually, yesterday, is... Okay. They are... Uh, like the Suicide Squad, you send them in when you know the mission will fail. Yeah, okay. And yes, there's a uh, there's a standard clone who was heavily damaged, uh, injured, and rebuilt with cybernetics. Uh, yeah. There's a sniper. There's a tech guy. There's their field leader, and then there's like a big burly brawler. And from what this looks like, is it's going to be about this squad who. Apparently they weren't affected by Order 66, so mm. it seems like it's going to be a mix of them maybe going against the Empire and yeah, it kind of looked like it looked like it was a lot of fighting other like clones, and so I I, I think that sounds cool. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I uh, Fennec Shand is in the trailer, which I'm excited for. She's been in the Mandalorian show, so okay. I'm super excited for. Oh, okay, this. yeah, yeah. Uh, I ha- I did not like that episode that uh, that story in Clone Wars. I'll say that I I wasn't a big fan of the Bad Batch's uh, story arc mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars. It was mainly the story. I just wasn't into it. Yeah. I'm very much interested in this after watching the trailer. Like I'm really looking forward to it because it's the same mm-hmm. animation style and everything from yeah. Clone Wars, which isn't that hard to believe. You know the models are all there and everything. Yeah. I believe it's it's mainly going to be run by Dave Fioni, who created the Clone Wars with George Lucas. So okay. I'm I'm very excited for this. Um, yeah, no, it looked really good, and I mean, it made me want to watch. I guess the Clone Wars. Uh, I had a quick. Oh, is there a thing? I guess with the clones, uh, where like there are more like defective clones that are like maybe in a way that's just not noticeable like basically were there any clones who didn't who weren't affected by the order 
number I can't remember? Order 66. Uh, yes, but they had their chips removed because Order 66 stems from a uh, uh, um, an organic microchip in their brain that activates. Okay, but like, I guess this, I always, maybe I just always imagined it would be more interesting, but like, I, I guess I always imagined more clones that might have defected. And I know uh, there, in, there are some in Rebels. Which okay, takes place a few years before A New Hope. There are yeah. a, a handful of clones that were in the Clone Wars, but they're now old men and they actually yeah. join the rebellion. Right. But they have their they gift. Well, and that's kind of what um, the car. There's the, there's the comic book Blood Ties, uh, Boba Fett Blood Ties, and he basically he like found out that there that uh, Django had set up like this weird trust fund, um, and so obviously he thought that was strange. And so he like was investigating like where this money was going. And he basically found that a clone had had a child and, um, and the money was going to pay for that, that child. Cause I guess like Django felt um, like he was like, he needed to take care of him because like it was his clone that made a kid and then like left and wasn't a father. Uh, and so then Boba Fett ends up like saving the kid. Uh, and then he kind of like takes him under his wing and starts to teach him how to be a bounty hunter. I think it was a really weird comic. Um, artwork's ugly. It's horrible. I'm looking like, it up right now. Absolutely horrible artwork. Um, like with artwork normally is pretty ugly. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's, but it, 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 it always intrigued me, I guess, like the idea that like a clone could, Dessert, like, because I never imagined there, the clone. There would. is one in the com. There is one in the show that actually he was, uh, he I think he got left on a planet and he ended up mm. just starting a family and stuff and he's found. Yeah. So that they have touched on that in the cartoon a little bit. Well, and like in uh, Star Trek, kind of had an episode about similar like that because uh, you have the J- Jemadar. Um, who, oh right. Who are basically clones? I mean, they're uh, they're weird like just super soldiers and they they're addicted to a drug called ketrosol white. Uh, and so basically that just makes sure that they never desert their, they, and like, if they don't get it, they will just die. like more or less They'll go like, uh, crazy and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, and they'll become but, unstable more than anything. Yeah. Well, they'll probably ultimately kill themselves just because like they'll go crazy for it. But there was like an episode of DS nine where they crash land. I, or there's a distress signal. Uh, maybe, and it's the doctor and chief O'Brien, I believe. And they end up getting, they like go to check it out. They get like kidnapped basically by one of these guys. And he was deserted on this planet for a long time. So he didn't get the Ketrosol white, but he never went through remission. And so he was just fine. And so he was convinced that like, that they didn't actually need it. And so he was like trying to get more of them to go back. Cause he ha- thought it had something to do with the planet maybe. And the doctor yeah, he's just, just a genetic abnormality. Yeah. And the doctor is just trying to tell him that he's just like, no, the people who created me would never like, they might lie to us about this drug, but they would never fail in making, you know, they would never do something by creating an abnormality. And right. so like, he, would, he would never accept that. And so anyway, long story, it gets back to the clone troops. And so I just always thought it, I always wondered, I guess if there was something similar with the clones or more of them, uh, I, and I guess I was always surprised that there weren't more clones as part of the um, the rebellion. But I guess it would make sense if they were programmed, which I, I, I'll, I'll just tell you this. Just watch Clone Wars. Yes. I, and part of it, part of me is waiting to watch the Clone Wars for 
Beckett to be a little bit older. I've been trying to get him to watch it, uh, but he's just it scares him too much still. It's not for kids. No? Okay. It's not for kids. It's really <laughs> not. Okay. I don't That's care what anyone says. It was on Cartoon Network. It was on yeah. TNT. It's not. It's on Disney Plus. It's not for kids. Yeah. It's okay, it's for us. It's for us. Come on. Is it like a 20-minute show? Yeah, it's just a 20-minute show. Okay. I might just watch that while I'm writing. It's like seven seasons altogether. It finished up finally this year. They brought it back for one yeah. final season that led into Revenge of the Sith. So it's... Okay. Um, it's three quarters good. There's some slow episodes, yeah. but it's it's three quarters good. It's I've a, always it's, heard good things. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good show altogether. So yeah, we had that. Um, the uh, the uh, we had uh, a little more about the Obi Wan Kenobi show that's going to be shooting in the spring. Uh, Hayden Christensen has been announced yeah, to be returning to Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna be Darth Vader in this. So this takes place after his conversion. Yeah, and that confuses oh. me because uh, Rogue One really showed that it doesn't require it doesn't you don't need an actor in that suit. It can be anybody. Yep. But uh, I mean, um, that's nice. They're getting Hayden Christensen though. I, I don't mind. He's doing ma- maskless stuff, and yeah. people are complaining that well, Obi Wan and Darth Vader never saw each other again until uh, A New Hope. Yeah, that's never been said. That's yeah, never once been said. And honestly, no, it's assumed, I but I don't. Care. I don't give two shits if they never see each other and it's all like dreams and visions and stuff Obi-Wan yeah. has, or if they want to de-age him a little bit and have him play Anakin again sometimes, fine, I don't yeah. care. I mean, yeah. for all intended purposes, this entire Obi-Wan Kenobi show doesn't need to exist. No. But uh, we're I getting it interesting, but I'm not excited too much. Yeah, I- I'm excited, it's just I don't know why it exists, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's Ian McGregor, so I'm I'm into it. Uh, no trailer, no nothing. Just announcement that Hayden Christensen was coming back. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, any current Star Wars media that acknowledges the prequels, I embrace because they exist. They happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just keep ignoring them like some <laughs> fans. Right. No, I, so, I get that. That's a good uh, Ahsoka Tano show. So is that going to be a cartoon or live action? That'll be live action. Okay, and so I Almost assume it's going to be is live action. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I assume it's is this a spinoff then of Mandalorian? I don't know. Must be. Okay. Uh, uh, Tano appeared in the latest season of Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I've not even the seen only it. Person so I guess who hasn't watched it. Is... It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> Starring it stars uh, Ahsoka Tano live action version is starring Rosario Dawson. Um, so okay, here's my big question: Where the crap has she been during she, A New Hope? She that that's in Rebels. It is okay. That's in Rebels. Um, uh, yeah, I can't really go into too much detail because okay. she's in Rebels, okay. and okay. Uh, I'm I love Rosario Dawson. I like everything she's in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I still can't look at her as a Sokatana though. So I think that's just a weird character to make live action. Like she looks she just looks weird live action. She does, and that's my problem too. And I'm also saying, okay, why didn't you just get the voice actors to play her? Yeah. Like well, they did again, it's Oprah. Rosario Dawson's popular. What? <laughs> Rosario Dawson is popular. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's the only reason I could see for that. Because I, I agree. I, I don't think she looks like 
the character too much. But I really don't either, so it really threw me off. And um, so that's a little weird. And I'm trying to think. I think she, yeah, she's about the she's about the correct age, I guess, for the character. There's some problems with Mandalorians characters and uh, ages in that show where everyone's young looking when they're actually in their 60s. So um, futuristic, uh, they de-age. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Not when not when Obi Wan looks 80 and he's actually like 50. Uh, we got the Cassian Andor, which was just an announcement trailer. Which, which I'm very excited for. So am I. I was um, because I love. I, I, what? I wasn't excited about it for a long time, mostly because yeah. well, we know where his story goes, but yes, okay. and I, I think like watching uh, Rogue One, that was such a good movie, such a good cast. Like I love those characters, and it was just it was just really depressing that that was it. That's all we got. Yep. And, and, uh, and he says that in the weird announcement, and that like he's and he's just like, but then things can happen and we have this and he's just he just seems so happy to be the character again yes too he's which playing. like just helps <laughs> yeah he's reprising the role and so is alan tudyk as k2so yeah oh i thought i saw alan tudyk they didn't like really show him too much there's just like a like a he was, he was in it for like a half a second oh um, that's all that's all rogue one footage that's oh, that was really sh- they haven't really shot anything yet for the show that's why it's not yeah. coming out for two years yeah i mean and i guess it's I don't know how I feel. I kind of wish that they were going to do more with um, uh, Jin or so. What? Yeah, so do I. But, you know, at at that same token, like, I don't think, like, before she joined the Rebels, she probably wasn't really doing much that really pertains to the Star Wars world. She wasn't a good person. No. Much like, uh, um, oh, man, Forrest Whitaker's character. Um, Oh, yeah. Like well, she was, because uh, his character is in. Um, he's in Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. So like he he has impact on the Star Wars like main storyline. He's he's yeah he doesn't really. Uh no, because she was just a freedom fighter with him, and though and and uh, uh, his. Oh yeah, uh, I she was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And his section of the rebellion was a radical kind of terrorist version. So yeah, yeah there's not much there. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that show. I really am. I mean, it won't be out for two years, but it'll be really cool to see that. Uh, yeah, two years? Oh, I guess uh, 2022. Only... So um, in a year, a year, oh, a little over a year. Oh, yeah. oh well. We're getting uh, Lando. Is that live action? Yeah. Okay. I know you're not excited. <laughs> no. I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know that I care about that character. No. Not I. I don't care to watch twenty, thirty to forty minutes of uh, Donald Glover doing his best Billy D. Williams impression and nothing else. Yeah. So is That's this, all he did in Solo. He just did an imitation of Billy D. He brought nothing to the table, folks. Sorry. Is this a, is this a prequel to uh, Solo then, or? It might be. Solo? It might be. It might be after Solo. Characters can't keep staying young. <laughs> There's. 14 years before Solo's 14 years before he's introduced an empire. So, you know, really? Yeah. 14 years, 10 years before new hope, 14 years before empire strikes back. Oh, they made him way too young for solo. Yeah. (laughs) Like that doesn't make any sense. He's he's like 10 years older than, uh, Harrison Ford. Billy D was like in his forties when, uh, 
Yeah, Billy D. Williams was in his early 40s when they did uh, Empire Strikes Back. No, I'm okay with Lando. My problem is with the guy, the guy that they got to play Han Solo. Like he looks way too young to be only 14 years younger. Uh, 10 years before A New Hope, uh, he was the correct age. He was. He may have actually been a little too old. May have been a little older because Han Solo's 32 in A New Hope, so that would have put the character at like 22. Okay. Okay. I guess I assumed he was younger than that in that movie because he acted like. I felt like he's he. I felt like he was like 16. I think he was kind of supposed to be in the first scene, and then they jumped to him being an oh. Imperial trooper like years later. Oh, I don't think I understood that time gap. Yeah, they cut an entire scene out of that. Oh, There's okay. an entire scene between those two scenes. Real quick, uh, it opens up with Han Solo on 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 uh, his on Corellia. He yeah. gets separated from the girl he loves. He joins the Imperial Academy to become a pilot to save her and then immediately jumps to a war. There is a deleted scene of him get at a tribunal getting kicked out of the pilot's academy. Yeah, because he joined to be a pilot. And then the next thing you know, he's a grunt. Yes, he got kicked out for reckless flying. Yeah. And I'm- then uh, here we go into some territory No, I have no clue about. We're getting Star Wars Visions. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're getting Star Wars Acolyte. I don't know what that is. Well, uh, an Acolyte, like, isn't that a Sith thing? I don't know. I don't know. Judging Nobody by knows. the logo, it's red, has like a slash through it. it looks Sithy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and then we're getting Star Wars A Droid Story. I don't, I don't know. Probably C-3PO and R2 and BB-8 running around doing stupid shit. I have From no clue. I understand it's R2-D2 C-3PO. I heard something about that. That's fine. We That's got an entire cartoon called Droids Boom. Yeah, I was going to say, we already had this. but Yes. So they're gone. doing that. Yeah. Um, then Rogue uh, Squadron. We're getting Rogue Squadron. A movie. This is a movie. I don't know it's if Vision. Okay. I don't know if Arclite, Acolyte or anything is. But uh, this is the movie they announced. And it's directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, yeah. who's been doing the Wonder Woman movies, and she yep. put out just an announcement video of her talking about she's how... Like rollerblading up to her car. <laughs> rollerblading up into her car, and then she's talking about how she's yeah. always dreamed of making a fighter jet movie. Yeah, because um, her dad was uh, a, a fighter pilot. And, uh, yeah, and he died during service, and she's yeah. never been able to make it, and she's finally able to do it, but she's able to also do something else that she's always dreamed of doing, which apparently is a star Wars movie. So she's going to make rogue squadron and rogue squadron is, uh, Luke's squad from, uh, Empire Strikes Back. So I, we don't know anything about this. I think, uh, 2023. And like, so in two years, it's going to come out. Is rogue squadron, like their color is red. Cause don't they refer like, I thought Luke was red five. That was a, a new hope. By four years later in Empire Strikes Back, he's now Rogue Leader. Oh, okay. So uh, his squad is no longer red. Uh, it's Rogue Squadron, which is yeah. Wedge and Luke and Dak and a yeah. couple of a bunch of well, others. Wedge was what? Red Squad too, wasn't he? In a new he hope? was in A New Hope, but by the time of Empire Strikes Back, well, the the, the yeah by the t- um and I believe he was Rogue Leader. Uh, by Red? Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Wedge was not, because uh, I remember I I showed back at the scene where they blow up the Death Star. 
uh, and I did not realize how many people in the Red Squad get blown up. Everybody, everybody, but <laughs> everybody Wedge, except for Wedge and, and Luke. Everybody but Wedge and, and Luke. Of, uh, the entire Red Squad is just, is killed. And then yeah, yeah by I by, do not uh, remember that as a kid watching that movie. I do not remember like everyone dying except for Wedge and Luke. Oh yeah, I think at the end oh, when they're man. flying away, it's literally like two X wings and a Y wing and. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Millennium Falcon, like the entire attack squadron is defeated. In yeah. That. Oh, man. So we're getting that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm interested in it because I can't imagine what it is. Yeah. I I know I, I had the book when I was a kid. I never read it because I was too young when I got it. Um, but it, I don't think Luke was even in it. It's got to oh. be like Top Gun in space. That's my best guess. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not even trying to sound sarcastic. That's not okay. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> that is something I, I, I never would have conceived getting a movie of. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it kind of feels like we're getting the Star Trek of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, this the weirdest thing is it's also Patty Jenkins doing it. And yeah. I, I, it's very weird. Like I was just talking to Lee about this. Uh, Lee, I invited to be on, but he worked for like three hours today and needed to take a nap, so he wasn't going to. Um, but Patty Jenkins is very weird. Patty Jenkins has like four film credits under her, but she's, yeah, I thought she did some other things that she didn't do, but yeah. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. She's done Wonder Woman, uh, uh 1983, Monster? which she did monster, which she, which won. she won a bunch of, yeah. And then cause... she did another smaller movie, but Patty Jenkins has only done like four films in the past 20 years, but uh, she she's had a lot of projects that have just never been made. Yeah, well, she's like one of those directors where she's done like it feels like very few things, but the things that she has done are really yeah. good. She is not Steven Spielberg or Ridley Scott that does no. like two films a year. Yeah, like she, she her 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 credibility her uh, filmography is very spread out. But yeah, what she does it reminds me of Danny Boyle too, where when a Danny Boyle in the film comes out, which is Every few years, four, three to five years, it's quality. Let me recognize that name for some reason. Uh, Twenty-eight days later, Train Spotting. Oh, okay. Uh, millions, Slumdog yeah. Millionaire, uh, one hundred twenty-seven hours. Um, he's done a lot of films, and so, uh, but when they come out, it's quality. It's not Spielberg who puts out a movie every year, or it's not like Ridley Scott who puts out like two or three movies a year. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, I, 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 I'll see it. I mean, I'm going to watch I'm probably going to watch all the Star Wars stuff, unlike the Marvel yeah. things, which I'm I probably will eventually. But I'm not going to I'm not going to be glued to watching it right when it comes out like I have been with um, Mandalorian. Like Mandalorian, yeah. I get up at 3 a.m. on Fridays and watch <laughs> it before I go to work. That's yeah, because it comes out Friday morning or something. Yeah, like, Friday like, at three a.m. Oh, okay. I get up at right when it's released and I watch it before I head to work. Wow. Yep. And that, wow. oh man, I I've heard that this season is spectacular for Mandalorian. It's really good. Yeah, it's like really, I really good. Like and it's gotten better. Yeah. There's one episode left uh, for this season, oh, okay. and it's gone for another year. So yeah, they announced it's coming out next December, I think. Something like that, yeah. 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 Yeah, season three, which is good. Um it's a good yeah. show. Yeah, I mean the one thing I uh um before we wrap up is I want to talk about is um 
everything that Disney like Mandalorian is the only thing that's come out, but we've seen the trailers for other things. We've seen the MCU trailers. Uh, Marvel or Disney is putting out film quality shows. D- uh, <laughs> Disney is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, Disney and- it, it's putting out these shows and it's only eight episodes. Sure. Um, yeah. These look like films. Like, yeah, and I think it helps that it's on Disney Plus. Yes, right? because they, and they're and it's it's in house. Like yeah. they're not they're not having to farm everything out to other yeah. studios or anything. When you look at a Disney Plus show, not even say uh, like Star Wars, but look at their other library they have. This is quality work. Like the yeah. th- like the plus side of Disney Plus Disney owning Star Wars now for television is they now have access because they own uh industrial light and magic mm-hmm. they own all these things that uh lucasfilm owns mm-hmm. and so they're a- these people are disney employees so they're able to utilize these studios that they now own to make film quality shows you look at say the mandalorian and you look at and i'm not trying to throw shade at dc or anything but you look at the cw shows that dc's putting out yeah, like, those shows have been on for so long, but you sit down and watch them; they look like shitty television shows. Yeah, and that you look at that was Agents always... of Shield. Agents of Shield looks like a made-for-TV show. It See, doesn't look like a movie. Yeah, and that's the problem that I guess I the reason why I was not excited about these shows, like when they were first announced, is because I was looking back at Agents of Shield. I was so excited about Agents of Shield, and, and then it, it looks like a cheap TV show. It, it wasn't a like, hor- like story wise. It's not horrible. It's not great, but it's not bad. But then, yeah, the quality of that show is is it feels like a '90s weird sci-fi. Yes, like, the CGI is not there. Yeah, Some of the acting quality is not there. The editing is not always there, and and it goes the same thing with the CW shows like Arrow yeah. and the Flash. Like I've seen not clips great. of the Flash where visual artists have broken it down, and it looks like TV quality. Stuff and it is TV, yes, oh, it TV. is 100%. Yeah. But it doesn't look super great. And then you yeah. look at, say, The Mandalorian, where that show is entirely like 90% shot on a sound stage, yeah. And it and it and it fools you to think that they're on these locations. The second yeah. episode of The Mandalorian season one, I thought that was on set on, on uh location. That's entirely shot on a soundstage, and they're not using uh, green screen. They're using yeah. the volume, which if anyone hasn't seen it, I recommend this to you, Dexter. Yeah. They have a special on Disney Plus called The Gallery, which is mm-hmm. all behind the scenes. The Mandalorian is primarily shot on a soundstage surrounded by LED screens. Yeah, you told me about that. I've seen like uh, some photos from it. It's, That's weird. It, so it, the it second captured- episode you said is mostly that? Yes, I didn't know that until I watched watch that. It. Yeah. It's great, and huh. it, that's most of the show. It's all primarily shot wow. on these giant TV screens yeah. uh, using a game engine to hmm. create the environment, and it captures oh, real yeah. lighting. It, they they minimally use green screen. Even like the space battles in the cockpit, that's mm-hmm. all shot in this soundstage. Yeah. So the stars flying by and everything, that's all physically there. And well, yeah, that's really cool, though. Well, I'm sure that helps the actors a ton. It does. They can see what they're – well, it can and it can't. I mean, what well, the, they see is not what the camera is seeing. Right, that's the one issue. Are. 
Yeah. And but they get a good idea. It's better than just staring at a. It's better than looking at any behind the scenes footage of the prequels, where yeah. it's just people walking in a soundstage that's all entirely green, and they have no clue what they're looking at. Or like uh, what was it, the movie Three Hundred? If you ever see oh. like. Yeah. Like it's like they it's just a big like that whole movie was shot on a green screen. It's insane. Same with uh, Sin City. Yeah. All of that is just shot on a green screen. They have no clue what they're looking at. And you know what? Yep. Prequels don't look super terrible, but if you go back and look at some of those scenes, eyelines don't match. People don't really react to what's happening in front of them. Interesting. Because yeah. they there's nothing there. They don't know. Yeah. And so, yeah, they they invented this technology and they're utilizing. I imagine that tech, that that system is going to be used for a lot of these things, which is good. Yeah. But it's a cheap way to do really cool stuff. Yeah, it's great. Oh, John Favreau and John Favreau co-invented this stuff, and he did it because he did the Jungle Book and he needed that technology. Mm, yeah, the Jungle Book and the Lion King, and. He wanted something to be easy to be able to look at, so they did this. But yeah, you look at those shows, like The Mandalorian looks like Star Wars movies. It doesn't look like Star Wars yeah, yeah. show. Like, yeah, my God, sure. I thank God we never got that Fox uh, show that was supposed to take place post uh, episode three. Like originally when episode three was announced, George Lucas announced there was going to be a, a live action Star Wars show on Fox, and it never oh, happened. Man. But yeah, yeah Fox we, did not ever make any good shows. No, no. And then, even then they don't look that good when they did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's so much good stuff. And yeah, I, I'm super excited. Like, like, you know, cut to six months ago when we did our big star Wars discussion. And I've said mm-hmm. a million times that I think Disney ruined star Wars. Holy mm-hmm. crap. Migrating star Wars to television, specifically mm-hmm. the Disney plus has really uh saved it yeah like like there's no movies coming out except for rogue squadron and whatever movie taika watiti is doing everything is going to the plus so have they not announced taiko's movie yet no they just talked about how he's doing and he's gonna be doing one but yeah they've man they've mandalorian is so good and it's like it's got the right person helming it and yeah i always laugh about the fact that you know, the guy who created the MCU, John Favreau, mm-hmm. he's revitalized Star Wars for yeah. um, and, um, and and then the guy who wrote Justice League and Batman v Superman is a guy that killed Star Wars in cinema with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So it's like, damn, you know, it. It's yeah, so right. weird, but yeah, John Favreau knows what he's doing, and yeah, I, God damn, yeah, it, it's so good he to be a Star. It's so stuff. good to be ha- excited for Star Wars again with this announcement. Yeah, you know, right? I mean, granted, they named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They announced ten things. Nine out of ten things uh, have piqued my interest. Uh, six out of ten, I'm super excited for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I didn't. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at John Favreau because I'm, like, I'm wondering, like, if he's okay. So he's, oh, he's producing, yeah, uh, Ahsoka, the uh, ranges. He's so he's producing all the new Star Wars things. That's that makes sense. I was just wondering if he's going to direct anything else. He has the Jungle Book too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't dislike the Jungle Book. I thought it was okay. 
Oh, he has a The Chef show? Yes. Yeah, it's great. I recommend it if you have Netflix. Is it? Oh, so is it just like, well, okay, so I assume this has something, uh, maybe a spinoffy feel to The Chef. Well, th- so this is a documentary, The Chef it's Show. It's a documentary of him and like Marvel actors and actors he's worked with just going to restaurants and food trucks and making food and talking about their careers. Okay. Yeah, because he seems to just really like cooking. So, well, okay, so this is fat as shit again. What? Well, of course he does. He's fat as shit again. Oh. Looks- <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so he had a movie called Chef. If you haven't I seen it, saw what? I never saw it. It's really good. It's a. Uh, it's um, this guy and he takes his son, who's I don't know, young teen, preteen maybe. Uh, they're driving across country, like so. He he plays like this fancy chef from like L.A. or something. I don't know. Uh, and he his ex-wife is like getting married and he has like a weird relationship with his son, like not a great one. Uh, and I forget why he's driving across the country, but he ends up for some reason, he like sells his, 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 um, restaurant. And John Leguizamo was like his, either his, uh, like a second in command chef, whatever that's called. Um, and so he quits, like he doesn't want to work there anymore. He's like, if you're not going to work there, I'm not going to work there. Uh, and so they buy a taco truck and it's actually, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is his ex-wife's like new fiance and he funds the taco truck or it's a, it's not a taco truck. It's a cute, it's a Cuban sandwich truck. So it's just a food truck. But they, they only make uh, Cuban sandwiches. That's like all they do. Uh, and they just, I think they're just driving from, oh, they had to go to like Florida, I think, to get the truck, which was the whole thing. And so they're just driving it back to LA. And it's just kind of about like that road trip with his son that he has like a rocky relationship with. And John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo's there. <laughs> that explains why John Leguizamo was in Mandalorian. Yeah, because they're friends, probably. Uh, John Favreau seems to be—he seems to be like one of those guys that, like, if you're a friend of his, like, if you've been in a movie or a show with him, you're probably going to be in his next movie or show. Probably yes. <laughs> and so but, at this point, it's like, oh, you want to be a stormtrooper? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think that's—I mean, we got through it all. We'll, we'll cut yep. it in half and everything. But yeah, yeah. we—that's—that's that's our uh, that's our talk of Disney's plans for the next two years yeah. with star wars and marvel this was an exciting week i guess just because of those announcements uh but yeah i mean it's a it's a nice time to wait for more things to come yep because <laughs> they're not here uh but whatever i mean I, we, we got we got the mandalorian um i don't know what else is on disney plus i guess we can go back and watch clone wars or i need to just watch them for the first time it's good it's gonna take some time but it's good yeah it's yeah because there's a lot going there seven seasons um, yeah so yeah we got that i guess i need i need to get disney plus back we i think we have hulu and netflix but i don't watch anything on either of those so. i just have disney plus but in two weeks i'll be getting netflix back so i can watch the transformer cartoon oh yeah that's in two weeks right so expect- yeah uh, it's three weeks technically it comes out like the 30th it comes out the day before new year's eve so yeah or yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I can watch it on New Year's or something. Yep, I'll be uh, I'll be checking that out. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And then I'll I'll binge whatever is on Netflix for a month, and then yeah. say goodbye to it again until Chapter Three comes out. But I don't even know what's on Netflix. I, Nothing. 
Nothing, in my opinion. Every time I've ever gotten Netflix, it's always been a, all right, I've got Netflix, and I comb through it, and I go, all right, why did I pay for Netflix? Yeah. Well, it seems like anything that used to be good on Netflix like has gone to its own thing, like Disney Plus or yeah. really just Disney Plus. Uh, I check out Cobra Kai, I guess. But uh, I've heard good things. I don't really care. I'm not I love it. Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid. But yeah, I've never watched Cobra Kai. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't see a, a reason to, because it's about the bad guys. Why do I want to watch a show about the bad guys? It's about both. Oh, it is. Okay. It's about both. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else? I got nothing. All right. Uh, as always, I guess email us hello at uh, recordinglivepodcast dot com. Uh, go to our website. Find us on the internet. Let us know what you think about, I guess, the stuff we talked about. Um, yes. Give us, give us topics, too. We're, we're yeah. Happy. Yeah. I, uh, we should probably say this at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, for now, thanks for listening. Good night.